Hello, my name is Elisa Roscoe. I am 30 years old. I am a mother of three, soon to be four. I am a wife. I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I am here to share my life. My purpose in starting this podcast is to share my experiences and what I've learned from being a mother as well as a wife navigating the challenges of a biracial and bicultural marriage and how the gospel of Jesus Christ makes a difference in my everyday life. I invite you to join me along this journey of faith, family, and motherhood. Hello and Welcome back to the Orozco Way podcast. I am your host, Elise Orozco, and this is probably my third or fourth time attempting to record this episode, and I am honestly feeling like pretty discouraged because every single time I start this episode, something terrible interrupts, Um, and I'm... (laughs) Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like it's kind of a sign that, you know, the adversary just doesn't want me to share this message. Um, But I'm going to. I'm going to push through these icky feelings that I'm having in my spirit. (laughs) And I'm just going to share what I set out to share today. Um, In this episode, I wanted to talk about why... We choose faith over fear and logic in my in in this family, in the Orozco family. And I can honestly say, looking back on my life, I cannot recall a single miracle or a single jaw-dropping experience that came from me playing it safe. Um Whenever I have decided, made decisions based off of logic and what makes sense, made decisions based off of fear of potential outcomes and possibilities, anytime that I have done that, I have not witnessed a miracle. I have not witnessed the, the hand of the Lord in my life. And I can say with absolute certainty that when I have taken a leap of faith and the bigger the leap of faith that I have taken, the bigger miracle I have witnessed. And the more leaps that I take, the more often I see the hand of the Lord in my life. And I can say like, oh, you know, maybe we're just unique. Maybe this life is just unique to us. And Well, sure, maybe it is, but what if it's not? What if this life is actually just as possible for anybody else as long as they follow the same steps that we have? Or at least the steps of just leaping and listening to the Spirit and just following without doubt, fear, or, uh, you know, dragging your feet or anything like that. And so I just wanted to share um, some of the leaps of faith that we've taken and the miracles that we've seen. And it's going to sound so silly, maybe, because, you know, when I say miracle, it's like somebody 
what you want to hear like of somebody being risen from the dead and something that's going to make you cry. But to me, our miracles have been so incredibly profound. Um, but when I share them, they sound so simple and kind of silly. And so, but to me, they're big to me. They're very, very important. Um, so let me just start by saying every single pregnancy that we have had was planned spiritually before it was physically. Um, and by that, I mean, we received the spiritual prompting first before we made even, a, even any kind of thought of like, oh, I want to get pregnant. I don't think that any of my pregnancies have been pregnancies that I just wanted and, and planned for and budgeted for and spreadsheeted for like whatever it is that normal people do when they're about to get pregnant like working out spreadsheets and budgeting financing planning and oh if we get pregnant at this time then yada yada I don't I've never experienced that the experience that we have with our pregnancies is that we just have a prompting we feel it in our hearts and our spirits. We feel prompted to to bring another of Heavenly Father's spirit children into this world. And um and we have not delayed. When the Lord has called, we have acted without delay. And we have gotten pregnant right away. Every time. Every time we have felt prompted to do so, we've done it and we've gotten pregnant right away. There has been no delay in our pregnancies. We have not had to try. We have not had to work for it. Heavenly Father commanded it. We did it and it came. And um, in addition to all of this, um, I want you to know and understand that not one of our pregnancies made sense. Not one of our pregnancies was logical. Not one of our pregnancies was even a good idea. Um, our first pregnancy was like three months, four months after we got married. And that was a terrible idea. It was a terrible idea. Um, our marriage was just struggling so bad just from the very beginning. Um, and maybe not a lot of people experience that. Maybe a lot of people do. But from the very get-go, the adversary was working really hard on us. He, the enemy, did not want our marriage to succeed. And I think Heavenly Father knew that. I think he saw that and he saw the war that was going on spiritually around us and influencing us. And so he thought, or no, he didn't think, I mean, Heavenly Father's perfect, right? He said, have a baby because he knew, <laughs> he knew that by having a baby, neither one of us would have the guts to go get divorced. <laughs> and so 
it's laughable, but it's actually true. <laughs> like, I honestly think that if it weren't for us getting pregnant right away, I don't think we would have made it. And even though the pregnancy itself actually probably doubled the hardships of our marriage, if if not more, like it probably made it three times worse, three times harder, um, three times more challenging because our first pregnancy was really, oh, so bad. It was just unthinkably hard. Um, and I will, I will have a separate episode on that. But anyways, if it weren't for that, if it weren't for us committing to Heavenly Father that we were going to do what he asked us to do and committing to him that we were going to take care of this baby and raise this baby together, I honestly think that one of us would have bailed out for sure. Um, but we didn't. And we were later prompted to move down to Southern Utah, to St. George, Utah. We were currently living in Salt Lake City, Utah at the time. And when we received that prompting, our baby was only one. And that in and of itself did not make any sense. Um, but when we did move and we were alone and we were away from both of our families and we had to just make it in a new town <laughs> and figure it out by ourselves, the prompting that we had received, not only to have a baby, but also to move to a new town after having a new baby, I think that that saved us. I think it saved our marriage. I think that we needed to be out and away, away from the influences of my family, away from the influences of my husband's family, away from even our friend influences, and to just be somewhere fresh, clean slate. And it was super duper hard at first, obviously, super duper lonely, um, but it was a miracle. It was a miracle that Heavenly Father told us to get pregnant right away after getting married. It was a miracle that he prompted us to move down to St. George, Utah. And that because we followed those promptings, the hand of the Lord was evident and our marriage was saved. And that miracle in and of itself is just priceless. Um, when we did get pregnant with our first, we had originally planned that I would be the working parent and that my husband would do full-time school. But the day that my daughter was born in the hospital, we made the decision on the spot that I was going to stay home and that my husband needed to get a new job. And so the day after she was born, we were still in the hospital my husband left the hospital to go and have an interview and he got a different job and the job allowed for us to survive on one income. We barely survived, but we survived. And, and so it was such a miracle that we were able to make that work. And 
you know, it's interesting because the house that we bought when we were pregnant with our first, we did not plan on living in it for very long. We only planned on living in it for a year and then turning it into a rental property. But that house ended up being exactly what we needed with the income that we had in order for me to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom. And so it was just absolutely 100% guided by God. And we were just so blessed. I can't believe, like looking back, I'm like, I can't believe we bought that house and lived in it. And, but that's how we were able to do it. That's how I was able to stay home. And my husband had that miracle job just kind of pop up the day after my daughter was born. And it ended up working out perfectly. And then, um, you know, my second pregnancy also didn't make sense. My husband was doing full-time school, full-time work. He was putting himself through school. And financially, uh, we knew we would not be able to afford a second child. Um, But we felt the prompting and we knew that we needed to go forward with it. We knew from our experiences that if we did not follow the prompting of Heavenly Father, we we didn't know what the consequences would be, but we did know that by following this prompting that we would see miracles. Um, It was scary. You know, the first leap of faith is terrifying. The second leap of faith is scary. The third leap of faith is a little bit scary. And then after there, it just, I feel like it just gets easier because you just know, you know, to expect a miracle. Um, but we were scared and I got pregnant and I was really sick again. It was really bad. It was really hard. My husband was too busy to help me. And it was just such a challenging time. But when this second child came, my husband unexpectedly received like the perfect raise, um, just the amount that we needed to be able to afford a second child on top of our current life of just not only surviving, but also paying for my husband to go through school. And so that was just such a miracle. And we, we saw that with our first You know, he got that job the day after she was born and then we were able to live on a single income. We went forward and just got pregnant with our second because we knew we were supposed to. We felt it and we received confirmation that we were supposed to and lo and behold, my husband gets this unexpected raise and the same thing with our third. When we were told three months after our second child was born that we needed to get pregnant again, we were, we both received that prompting and we just knew, we knew we needed to just do it. And so we did and we moved forward. And once again, my husband was able to work out something with his boss where he, uh, you know, became like an office manager running the office and received a significant pay raise where he was able to, we were able to afford three kids. And not only was that a miracle, but we had our third child on February, in February of 2020, approximately like 
a month or two, no, 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 was it like two weeks, two or three weeks before the pandemic wreaked havoc on the state of Utah and, you know, the economy shut down. Because we made the decision to move down to St. George, Utah, and because we were able to find that exact job with that particular employer and be able to work out a certain arrangement where my husband was able to take on certain responsibilities that allowed for him to have that pay raise, um, his unique job, uh, responsibilities did not require for him to work in the office. And this happened while I was pregnant with baby number three. We did not foresee that when we would have baby number three after the pandemic hit, that we would actually even be required to work from home. And that was such I like I'm I'm at a loss for words it was such an amazing miracle to see that that when we got pregnant with baby number three heavenly father blessed us immediately with this unique arrangement with work where he would take on certain responsibilities that actually could be done from home and that a year later not even like nine months, nine months and two weeks later, um, we would be hit with the pandemic and businesses would be closing their doors and my husband was able to continue to work from home and support us. Guys, miracles do happen and faith precedes the miracles. The miracles do not come from playing it safe. The miracles do not come from planning it out based off of what makes sense and what's logical and also based off of what's not scary and running away from those scary possibilities and Those are not things that yield yield miracles. It's the crazy, insane leaps of faith that just don't even make sense, that are just terrible ideas and really, really scary, just terrifying, um, that yield some pretty epic miracles. I was having a very, very sick year, 2020. I shared that in episode one. I was having some pretty nasty health health problems, and I was pretty violently ill most of the year. Almost the whole year of 2020, I was really, really sick. And it did not make sense for us to get pregnant again. In fact, it went against logic and it went against fear because 
it was a very scary thought to just leap and get pregnant while I have a failing gallbladder and my body was just totally failing me. I mean, it was like, I felt like I was just going to die. And I was, I was like, I can't get pregnant right now. This is just insane. But we knew that we had to, and we had the faith to move forward because of what we have already experienced with Heavenly Father. And let's see, when was it? We were pregnant in August or September. And then December, my husband got approved for an insurance office. And so faith precedes the miracle. Yet again, here we are with another significant pay raise that is going to allow us to provide for all of our children, our lifestyle, all the things that we need. And who knows? Maybe we wouldn't have been blessed with all these amazing things had we not taken these insane leaps of faith and just followed Heavenly Father's promptings and what he needed us to do. I'm not saying that you guys need to go have a bunch of babies. Um, That is not (laughs) what I'm trying to say. I'm saying follow the promptings, whatever they are. And it might have nothing to do with growing your family. It might have nothing to do with anything that I've said, right? With my personal experiences and our story. But all I know is that when you do follow the prompting, whatever it is that Heavenly Father is prompting you to do, whatever it is that you feel like you should do and you need to do, even though it doesn't make sense, even though it scares the crap out of you, even though outside influences are totally discouraging you from doing that thing, I say, do it. I say, go for it. I say, jump. I say, dive right in. I say, don't even delay. I say, do it. And I say, do it now. And when you do, it's going to be freaking hard. It's going to rock your world. Not in a good way at first. Um, you you would think that by taking a leap of faith that it would require it would make your life a lot easier no it actually makes it harder and it's grueling and you're going to wonder like why why is this happening to me uh if i'm doing what i'm supposed to be doing like shouldn't things be going the way that that i want them to be going or at least they should be going my way or whatever Um, that's not the case. Um, that has not always, at least it, most of the time that's not been the case for us, but even though it has been harder than choosing the logical, (coughs) excuse me, even though it has been harder than choosing the logical, logical route, even though it has been bumpier than playing it safe, We have seen the hand of the Lord in our lives. And what we have seen, we cannot deny. We cannot deny that the Lord has played such a massive role in 
carving the way for our path, for our family. And I just cannot imagine how, where we would be, what we would be doing if we hadn't have followed him. Where would we have even ended up? Like I said in the beginning, if we wouldn't have gotten pregnant right away, I don't even think we'd still be married. So who knows where we would have ended up had we not just gone forward, even with that first prompting and every single prompting after that. I have such a testimony of God and his existence and his knowledge of where we are, exactly where we are, what we're doing with our lives. Not only is he aware, but he is incredibly involved. In fact, he he is dying to be involved if we just let him. If we just let go of our plans, if we let go of our fear, if we let go of our logic and what makes sense, and we just give in to faith, that is when we commence a life intertwined with God and his plan and his purposes for us. And like I said before, it doesn't make it easy. Living a life of faith is not easy. And it is not for the faint of heart. It takes grit to live a a life of faith. But faith precedes the miracles. And the miracles will come. And that is my message that I wanted to share today. And I thank you for listening. And I invite you to share if you felt inspired. I invite you to share with someone that you feel like could benefit from this message. Once again, I thank you for your support. And I will see you in next episode.